Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. The on-air sign is on again. I love it. Sounds like we're starting a new conversation. It certainly does. Had a lot to say about this parable of the laborers of the vineyard in Matthew chapter 20. Kind of, I feel like we had to stop mid-conversation, so I was hoping we could talk some more about it again today. I think think? we definitely need to. There's so much going on in this parable. It's fantastic. I'm going to read it again so it's fresh in everyone's mind, and then uh, we'll pick up our uh, conversation in Matthew chapter 20 and verse number one from the New King James Version. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Again he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found the others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his stewards, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. And they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour. And you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called but few chosen. We highlighted yesterday in our conversation that this business of first being last and last being first is Mm -hmm. not, it's a subverted expectations. It's not necessarily a role reversal. Mm -hmm. So it's not that, that Jesus had everybody line up and then went to the end of the line and told everybody to turn around. But yesterday the illustration we used was rather he steps out to the side and has everyone turned sideways. So now they're shoulder to shoulder and they're all on equal footing as they march into the kingdom, into the vineyard. Yeah. And so it's, and in fact, even in the parable itself, the guys who came at the very beginning of the day said, you have made them equal to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you, you know, you've put them before now. In their minds, I have no doubt, you made them equal to us as far as they were concerned. You put them before us. They only had to work an hour, and you gave them the same thing you gave us. But it's really, it's that it's that equality mm-hmm. that that is presented here. Everyone got a denarius. <laughs> Paying out the way he did, though, the fellows that had worked all day observed this. They were observers that this landowner was willing to give a denarius to the fellows he called at the last. You know, one of the things I'm struck by in in this parable always is uh, the little detail that when those first laborers are called to the vineyard, he says, I'll give you a denarius. Yes. They know full well what they're working for. And it is just, it is equitable. A denarius is a day's wage for a day laborer. 
total cultural that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys, he says to them, go work for me and I'll pay what is right. I'll pay what is right. I'll pay what is right. Yeah. Um, You're just going to have to trust me. Yeah. Those fellas were going, and that's just faith, isn't it? I'm going to trust you that you'll do what's right and I won't be cheated in some way and you won't be cheated either, I guess. But when they're called, they're willing to respond and they go. And then at the end, there's this amazing payout, if you will, this amazing reward, there's no way that they would have thought, I'll get the full day's wage. Of course They were not. just trusting that they would be treated right, Why treated would I? well. Why would I get it? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the question that I have is, what what is it that is similar? What is the, the unifying thing mm-hmm. between all of these people, no matter when they went into the field? What What is the thing... So they all, I mean, of course, they all get the denarius. So I guess yeah, we could say the reward that one, but, is but other than that, the reward is the same. What is it that is the same about all of them mm-hmm. that causes them to all receive the same reward? Well, one of the things I see is that the master's out looking for people to go to work. So as he invites them, they all went to work. They all responded. And I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. I think it's just that simple. It's, what What is it that ties all of these guys together? They all responded to the call of this gracious master. Okay. They they didn't follow some other master. You yeah. know, if they'd gone into some other vineyard and only worked an hour, they may have just gotten an hour's wage. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They may have gone into some other vineyard owners who promised a denarius and at the end of the day says, oh, no. I ended up bringing too many workers. I can only give I each of you it. half a denarius. Mm-hmm. But no, no. With this master, this is a gracious, generous, good master mm-hmm. who says, if you work in my vineyard, you get the promised reward. And so the the thing that ties all of them together is not how much they worked, mm-hmm. because some worked longer than others. Yeah, they did. It's not how much they accomplished. I assume that those who worked for more hours accomplished more. But at the same time, I've been on jobs, and I realize some people are just better at a job. And hour for hour, some people accomplish more than others. I guess that's true. So they're, they're, they're not linked by how much they accomplished. The thing that links them is they all decided to go into this master's vineyard. They all responded to the call from this master. master yeah. And I, one of the things I want to encourage is let's not take this parable outside of what Jesus was really intending. Mm-hmm. I know it's really easy as we hear this story to start trying to do historical research and find out, how, well, how did day laboring work in that day? And well, if these guys weren't hired in the first hour, is it because they really weren't there? And we're going to start trying to speculate and fill in gaps that Jesus doesn't fill in with his story. Yeah. And rather, how about we just take the story the way Jesus said it? This master goes out at the 11th hour and he sees some people and he asks them, why aren't you out there? Well, because nobody invited us. No well, invited I'm us. inviting you. Come into my vineyard. I'll pay you what's right. Yeah. And they responded to the call. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they were there the other four times and didn't respond to his call or if, oh. if they were at the other end of the marketplace and listening and, and you know, the folks who were trying to ask people at the other end, they, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know all of that. What I know is at the end of the day, when the day was over, these were the people who responded to this master's call. These people went into this master's vineyard, and what links them together is they all served a gracious, generous master, and therefore they receive a gracious, generous reward. 
I uh, appreciate that and the generosity and the graciousness of even being called. Even as you're talking, it occurs to me that when he talks to those 11th hour laborers, he says, they said to him, because no one hired us, he said, you also go into the vineyard. I mean, could it be that there were some that were overlooked, right? Lots of different reasons why someone hadn't been hired, but they wanted to be hired. They wanted to go work. Well, the master and, and here's the master willing to take them that maybe even others wouldn't find desirable. As Jesus crafts this story, mm-hmm. the master doesn't question that. He doesn't say, "Come on, guys, I've been here four times today. What do you mean nobody would hire you?" Yeah. He j- okay, all right, fine. Yeah. I'll take what you say at face value. Ooh, I'm calling you now. Yeah, I'm hiring you now. Why don't you go work? And they do. Well, I was just thinking in light of, you know, the Pharisees having the idea that some really aren't worthy. Some won't be invited in. Some can't come. Uh, but no, there's everyone gets invited. Go back to what you said earlier about the, the fact that with the first workers, he said, I'll give you denarius. With everyone else, he just said, I'll give you what's right. With, what's right, yeah. I can imagine at the 11th hour when you're saying, hey, look, I'll, I'll let you work for an hour. And my mind, when I'm thinking what's right, I'm like, okay, what, what's the point? What's the point of even going now? Mm. I'm not going to deserve anything. I'm, I mean, okay, one twelfth of a denarius, maybe. What's What, what good is that going to do me? So think yeah. of the number of people who, having heard that in the last hour, might even just say, you know what? I haven't worked the rest of the day. I'm not going to deserve anything. Why should I even come in? Yeah. In fact... I know people, when, when we take this parable and apply it to salvation yeah, and apply it to the kingdom, yeah. I know people who have gotten later in years, mm-hmm. who have just flat out said, well, I'm not going to turn to Jesus now. Wow. I mean, I've lived my life saying I don't need him. Why, you know, now that I've realized I really do need him, why would I expect him to respond? Why would I, why would I go ahead and change now? You know, I made my bed. I'm just, I guess I'm just going to lie in it Mm, mm. rather than turning to him and saying, you know what? I don't deserve anything. Yeah. But I know that you're going to do what's right. And I'm just going to turn myself over to you even now at this late hour. It can be hard to trust that the Lord is really that gracious and patience, patient when we don't see that with so many of our fellow men. So you said a moment ago about, you know, taking this as salvation or taking this as the kingdom. Of course, that's where his teaching begins in verse 1. Now the kingdom of heaven is like, and then he tells the story. So, you know, what are some of those pictures that that this is the kingdom? Or what are you learning about the kingdom, I guess, from this? Well, what, what I believe Jesus is highlighting, taking us back to Peter's question. Yeah. Peter is still in this competitive mindset. I've given up more, so I should get more. Mm. And... You know, this is one of the things I thought about yesterday. We didn't have time to talk about. There's an illustration that I often hear preachers use when it comes to the idea of sin. Okay. And so I might look at, uh, who knows, Hitler, okay, Charles Manson, some of these Osama guys. Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. And I might so say, notorious. Look, what a terrible, awful sinner they are. Okay. And, and I've heard people use the illustration of, well, but from God's perspective, you know, yeah, from our perspective, as we are these little tiny creatures, we see their sin seems so much larger than ours. Okay. But from God's perspective, from heaven, so much higher as he looks down on their sins compared to mine, our sinfulness makes us so different from God mm. that our difference from one another seems very, 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 very tiny to God. It, it might seem very large to you and me, but it seems very, very, very tiny to God. Hmm. 
Okay, I've heard that illustration when it comes to sin, which is okay. why we all need a savior, no matter no matter how I compare to other sinners around me. Yeah. Well, we like to play that comparison game because it makes us feel better about our own sins, our own situations. I don't need as much of a savior. Yeah, right. As that because I'm not as bad as that guy. Okay, so now let's let's take though a similar thing because what we also compare ourselves with is how good I am. Mm -hmm. And so I've been working for all twelve hours today, but you've only been working for six or Mm -hmm. even just one. And so as I compare my good works with your good works, I feel like my good works are so much larger than yours. But once again, looking from God's holy place in heaven, as he looks down, his holiness, his goodness is so far beyond ours that the difference between your goodness and my goodness is negligible Mm -hmm. from his perspective. Mm -hmm. And so as he is giving the denarius at the end of the day, as he is giving this reward, Look, okay, mm-hmm. apostles, yeah, you, you guys stepped up. You stepped up first. But what you have done compared to my holiness and my goodness is so negligibly better than anyone else around. It's mm. it, it's not going to earn you anything more. Mm-hmm. What this does is this shows us that the world at the end of the day yeah. is not divided into five or six groups of people. It's not divided into... Early morning workers, workers. yeah, 12-hour workers, 9-hour workers, 6-hour workers, 3-hour workers, and 1-hour workers, and then non-workers. And then non-workers. It's divided into two. The people who came into this vineyard and the people who didn't. Oh. The people who responded to the call from this master at Mm. some point during the day and the people who didn't. didn't. So the big question that we really need to be asking is, which one of those two am I? Yeah. Not worrying about which hour of the day is it. Am I... Am I going to respond to the call or am I not? Because I don't know what hour of the day it is for me. And so I'm receiving the call from this master. I need to get into his vineyard because he will do what is right. Can I tell you how much I appreciate you just said that? I don't know what day, what hour of the day it is for me. It is the time to come because, because we don't know. We're not promised a tomorrow. And there are people who have obeyed the gospel to die a week later with this circumstance or that. They had no idea they were an 11th hour worker. Had no idea. But here's what they were. Here's what I do know. When I walk into this vineyard, I now have a gracious and generous master who will do what is right. Yeah. No matter how much time I've spent in the vineyard. Amen. I think it's time for us to wrap up. I think it is. Thanks for listening. Send us your emails, your questions, your comments at uh, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Go to our Facebook group. We'd love to talk with you over there. Let's have a prayer. Holy God, thank you so much for being a gracious master. May we pass on your call to as many people as we can. And may we enter the vineyard no matter what hour of the day it is. And we know, Lord, and we trust you will do what is right, what is good, what is gracious. Thank you so much for loving us first. It's through your son, Jesus, we offer these thanksgivings and praises. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne!